These are the children of Noyach. Noyach is Tzadik. Noyach was a Tzadik. Tomem Hayev Dereisav. He was sincere in his generations. There are two interpretations to the meaning of this Pasuk. Rashi in fact quotes these two opinions. In in explaining what the word Bidoyreisav mean. In his generation he was a Tzadik. Yes, Mirabiseinu, there are some of our sages, Dershim that they interpret this word in his generation as a compliment to Noyach. Biyesh Dershim, the opposite, and others interpret it as being the opposite. So one uh, one says that if in his generation he was a tzaddik, how much more so if he was surrounded by good people, he certainly would have been a tzaddik. The other one says the opposite. So as will be explained now, according to the opinion that in his generation is not meant as a compliment, sages explain why is it not a compliment, as Rashi explains, that only in his generation, in comparison to the other people in his generation, he was considered tzaddik. Had he been, had he lived in the generation of Avram, he wouldn't have been considered anything. I mean, in, in the, as the state of a tzaddik, he wouldn't have been considered a tzaddik at all. His the lotion. So we have to understand about this expression. Had he lived lived in the generation of Avram. Avram, what's what's difficult to understand? Avram is given gebaren gebaren nunches shana lufneimis Avram Avinu was actually born 58 years before the death of Noyach. As the Ebenezer gives a mnemonic to, to uh, remember this, Avram Avinu ben Nunches, Kashemes Noyach, that Avram was Nunches, which of course the, word, the letters Nunches, 58, are equal to Noyach. They actually spell out Noyach. So in fact, Noyach did live for 58 years during the lifetime of Avram. And although it's true that at the beginning of his, of his, you know, his youth, in his youth, Avram may not have reached the, uh, the status of being, or at least not the perfection of being a tzaddik. In fact, it says in the Medrash, Avram Avinu Mispachet, Avram Avinu was afraid, and he said, It will be said that I, it will be said that I have sins because I was an idol worshiper for all of these years until he recognized Hashem. Only after that did he recognize Hashem. So therefore, there was a period in Avram Avinu's life that he wasn't yet worshiping Hashem. But the fact is that it was long before he turned 58. Everybody agrees that by the time he reached 58, you already recognized Hashem before that. And in addition to that, he came to this recognition all on his own, from his own initiative. As the Rambam 
expounds on this and he speaks about this at length at the beginning of the laws of Avedah that how Avram reached on his own to come to recognize Hashem the Ramam says he had no teacher he had no one to tell him all of this as distinct from Noyach that his recognition of Hashem is is visis mashma as it would seem did not come from his own understanding as we see from the Rambam as it's written in regards to the knowledge of how to about the calendar and so on where did he get that knowledge from in this it says clearly spelled out as a hot that he learned it from Chanoich and Mishuselach Zayn Zayden, which was his grandfather, and that he taught him all that. So, from the, although it's written only in, in specifically, explicitly, it's only written in regards to these the calendar setting. But we see that he had a teacher. His grandfather was a teacher to him. Obviously, he taught him about Hashem in general as well. And especially according to the way the Rambam writes it, as Mishalach had Gehata based Medish, that Mishalach had a study hall on a Bezdin and he had a court. Certainly, without question, that his his uh, main progeny, which was Noyach, his grandson, is given Dortun Geler and obviously would have been studying in his yeshiva and would have been part of his uh, Bezdin. So in other words, Noyach didn't come to it of his own recognition. He received all this knowledge and teaching and inspiration from others. The same could be said also that there's a difference between the, the behavior of Noyach and the behavior of Avram. That Noyach always needed support to prop him up Avram he went under his own steam he had the strength and the power and the conviction to be able to function on his own he didn't need somebody supporting him all the time so that there is a distinct difference between Noyach and Avram also in the way they went about their connection to Hashem so how can one say how then can you say had Noyach lived in Avram's time when in fact Noyach did live in Avram's time for, uh, for a certain period this was already after Avram came to recognize Hashem a film is all taichen, and even if you want to say as that when we say the generation of Avram is speaking about a specific time, it starts, it's referring to, and it begins only not when Avram was studying and coming to his own recognition of what life should be like. That's not called Avram's generation. That's just when he, where he developed his own ideas. But what does Deir Shel Avram mean? The generation of Avram Nor. It's talking about from Zinterat Uvgeton Mit Andere when he began to exert his influence on others, when he began to teach others about Hashem, as the pasuk says, the people that they brought in under the wing of Hashem in Choron. 
Und wie die Gemara sagt, dass die Gemara sagt, dass das gefunden hat, die Gemara sagt, dass only from when Avram began to teach others, is the, that's when the two millennium of Torah start. Because before he, Avram Avinu was born, before that, uh, some 50 years before that. But the two millennium of Torah begin only when he began to teach others. So we see that's what's considered Avram's generation. So that, even that occurred a number of years before Noyach died. Vida Gemara sagt, as the Gemara says, Gemiri, it's our, a tradition, it's our tradition, that Avram was 52 years at that time, when the second, the two millennium of Torah start. Avram, uh, Avram was born in uh, 1948, since the uh, creation of the world and the two millennium starts at the year 2000 of course so that was Avraham when it was 52 years at that time based so in other words Noyach was even alive during the time when the 2000 years of Torah began which means when he already was exerting his influence on other people so he did live even during the time when Avraham Avinu was exerting influence so that is already for sure considered the generation of Avram there, in regards to the age of when Avram came to recognize Hashem there is a number of opinions one opinion is Ben Gimel when he was 3 years old Ben Mem 40 years old Ben Memches 48 years old Ben Nun 50 years old the Rambam in Hilchus so the, Ra- the Rambam says in the laws of Avodah Zarah, as Ben Abraham Shon Hikir Avram is buried, he was forty years old when he came to recognize Hashem. So them the Ravid. So the Ravid comments on this: Yesha Gadav and Shalosh Shonim. There is a tradition, there is a, t- a medrash that teaches that he was only three. Shenemer, as it says in the pasuk, Eikev Hashem Avram Bekeili, because Avram listened to my voice. In other words, followed me, says Hashem. And the word Eikev is the numerical value of um, 172 and Avram died when he was 175 from this we learn that he only followed Hashem for 172 years of his 175 years why? because it took 3 years until he came to recognize Hashem so he followed Hashem for 172 years from there we learn the, from this passage that he was three years old when he came to recognize Hashem and he followed Hashem for a full 172 years the Kesah, in other words he disputes what the Raman says that it was, he was 40 the Kesah Mishnah is Mazbis so the Kesah Mishnah commentary on the Rambam explains that one can both can be true both the opinion of the Rambam and the opinion of the Ravid the Ben Shalushanim Hayek Shehishchil Lachshev. He was three years old when he began to develop these ideas. Lahakir Bayra to come to recognize Hashem, but it took time for him to develop and to understand it fully. When he reached forty, that's when he had a full comprehension of what he believed in. That's when he had, it took him all those years to formulate a full philosophy of what Hashem was. So the, so the Kesef Misha continues. The Rambam wrote what was most important, which is when he came to fully recognize Hashem, and that was when he was 40 years old. Whereas the, uh, 
the Ravid or the, 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 the Gemara, the Medrash says when he began we have to, it's clearly it's, uh, the Ramba must have had a uh, version that it didn't say 48 in, his, the, in the books that he had but rather 40 that's why he doesn't say as the Medrash, the different opinions say one says 48, he doesn't say 48 he says 40, obviously in his version it said 40 we have to understand about this because because the widespread, the common, the most common version of the Medrash that we have in all of our Svarim that are printed, it all, always says Ben Memches, that it was 48. That's when he was when he was 48, he recognized Hashem. So then, if all of the versions that we have say 48, there might have been in the Rambam also a version that said 40, but why did he choose the one that was only a singular opinion that it was 40, rather than the common age, which was written in many places, 48? Why did the Raman choose 40 rather than 48? We also have to understand, since, as the Kesef Mishnah says, that you could accept, you, could, you can support both of these opinions, they don't disagree. They're just focusing on a different when he began or when he ended when he came to full recognition that we can support both of these opinions that he was three years old when he began to understand it and both the opinion that he was 40 and the Rambam at the beginning of this discussion where he talks about it he says that it was a young child this happened when he was a young child. When he became, when he was weaned. In other words, when he was young, He began to think and imagine and uh, think into these things. Will cut and he was young. The and he began to think about it. So then, if he, he himself talks about it, that Avram began to think about these things when he was very young. So why doesn't he state? As, a, as in their sight why then doesn't he say this started when he was three if as the Kesev Mishnah is saying that the Rambam and the Raiva don't really disagree the Rambam is talking about when he was completed his uh, opinions and the, the, the other Medrashim talk about when it started but the Rambam himself talks about how he began when he was very young so why doesn't he stay, say it started when he was three Gimel. That as I move in, so we'll understand this behegdim klolus abir and Rambam milus avidazaru by first explaining a general understanding of what the Rambam is saying at the beginning of the laws of avidazaru. In the Meshton Perek Hayptan the Rambam, the first chapter of the Rambam begins. Bimei enosh during the time of enosh tov bnei adam tov's gadol the people mankind made a very big mistake in their understanding of Hashem. Unordem izer mevayer baruch and then he explains at length. Zayir Tos, what their mistake, how they made that mistake, and what the mistake was. When there is Messiah, and he concludes, the This is how Avaydazara eventually began. That was the beginning of Avaydazara, even though at that time it was not yet fully 
the full Avedazara as we come to understand that later. The Nocha is a Mamshech, and then he continues in Halacha Beis in the second Halacha. The Acha Sha'orku Ayomim, and after time went by. Amdu Bibne Adam Nevi Sheker, there arose amongst people false prophets. The Amru, and they said, Shakel Tziva, the Amalahem. And they said that God came to them and he told them, you should worship this or that star. And then he goes on and continues to explain. How they began to worship that particular star. And then he explains at length. This is Peter Arunter that eventually it descended it became lower and lower a more obvious and more coarse of Avedazara until it reached the lowest level of Avedazara the way he says it is when the t- more time went by the name of Hashem in other words that there is a God behind all this they forgot about that altogether all people forgot the nobody recognized that there is a Hashem out there they only recognized their wooden statues and so on only individuals in the whole world that did still remember Hashem for instance these individuals that still knew that Hashem existed and this is the way the world continued for so many years until this pillar of the world was born, and that's Avraham Avinu. In, in brief, what he says about Enosh was that in the time of Enosh, they made the mistake to say they knew that Hashem is, the, is God, but he's, they said since He gave control of the world to the sun and the moon, and that they are the ones that make things grow and so on, they give light. So Hashem would want us to recognize His ministers, the sun and the moon. So they began to worship the sun and the moon as an agent of Hashem. That was the beginning of it. Then eventually they began to, they forgot about Hashem. As he says, uh, false prophets came and they said, Hashem said to uh, worship, that's the sun. And then they forgot all about Hashem. Altogether they forgot that there is somebody behind the sun and the sun became the God. That's how it developed. Then in the third halacha he explains how it is that Avram came to recognize Hashem and all the things that Hashem, these great things that he did that he did afterwards to re-implant this most important principle to recognize that there is a Hashem out there and that He has to be worshipped. In hearts and philosophy, that He inculcated this new philosophy into the heart of thousands and tens of thousands. Ideally, and then He taught it to Yitzchak, his son, the Yitzchak, which was much later because Yitzchak was born late in Avram's life. The Yitzchak ideally Yaakov, and then Yitzchak taught it to Yaakov, Yaakov Lamed Bonav, and Yaakov taught his sons. And how, what happened to the Jewish people in all those generations from Yaakov until Moshe Rabbeinu came and gave the mitzvahs to the Jewish people. In other words, that the Yidin recognized Hashem, they knew, they didn't have mitzvahs and so on, but they did know that there are certain things you have to do to worship Hashem. 
Und das alles von Tarichus Gedeul, und der Rambam expounds on it, and he, he, he tells it to us in great detail. Was doch heute ist, das nicht moving, and that needs to be understand, understood. Why he gives it to us in such great detail. The Rambam is a safer from Allahus Allahus. The Rambam, the whole set of Rambam is law. He spells out the law of all the laws of the Torah. Be the Rambam Shreibag Domasif. As the Rambam himself writes it in the introduction to the Sefer, Nisht kein Sefer was the tale Dibri Yemei Olam, and it's not a Sefer which relates history, the history of the Jewish people, other of the world, or Afilu Dibri Yemei Yisrael, even the history of the Jewish people. That's not what the Rambam sets out to do to explain the history of Jew- Judaism. Tavasas Nigela Halacha. So then, why is it important in the context of Halacha, which is what the Rambam's Sefer is? The Gansa Arichus from Kol This whole long explanation of how Avodah came about and all of these details. Why is it important for knowing what to do in rejecting Avodah That's what we need to know. How they descended, how it came about from from the days of Enish, as he said, that's how it started and it went on. Until the time when Hashem chose the Jewish people as His inheritance, and He crowned them by giving them mitzvahs, and He notified the Jewish people how what is the proper way to serve Hashem, and what should be done with somebody that worships, and anyone that uh, what is our attitude to Avodah and what do we do with the people that worship Avodah and so on. When the Rambam, so why does he need to tell us all of this? When the Rambam wrote Maktim Given, if the Rambam would have simply written as an introduction, as other Marishan is in Stavigivoran al Isar Avedazara, other Marishan was told that he sh- there is no such thing as worshiping anything other than Hashem. Both Megiken Farempharim, we would explain, we could explain it. Al Kabbalah at least we could force the explanation. As Arichus Anal is Negeya to them as the Rambam Shreid Vaiter that all of this is important uh, <coughs> as uh, the Rambam writes later in Perik Beis in the second chapter that anyone that acknowledges idol worship in other words does worship idols he denies Hashem and everything that the, that the prophets were told by Hashem May Adam at from beginning from Adam Rishon himself until the end of the world, the end of time. So if he had started that Adam Rishon was already told about it, then it would fit in with what he says that anyone that acknowledges Avodah denies what Hashem told Adam Rishon himself, but he doesn't even talk about Adam Rishon. In addition to this, since even the Goyim are also commanded against worship, worshiping idols. <coughs> so this uh, whole explanation exp- gives us a better understanding. As that although for many many generations from Zintime Enish from the time of Enish and on they were worshipping until it became so pervasive the entire world was worshipping 
So so the reason that he says this, even though this happened in the past, we shouldn't think as Baizei is this we shouldn't think that they it wasn't really prohibited to them. The whole world was doing it, so whatever they did it. Nor is the but what he wants to tell us is even though it was so pervasive, they were violating the the command of Hashem because Hashem prohibited even to non-Jews it started from other Marishan so that could be explained if the, the Rambam started the narrative from other Marishan the Rambam but he doesn't even mention anything in the whole chapter as other Marishan other Marishan was already told again not to worship Avedazara and he doesn't emphasize that it was a great uh, you know they were also prohibited from doing it so he doesn't make that into the issue so then the question comes back why does he speak about it as the Hemshech Barichus it comes out that the, the whole you know lengthy explanation of it is in Gansam it seems to boil down to being just a narrative telling us the history of it and history has no connection to the Sefer Ayad of the Rambam which as we said before it's a Sefer of law so perhaps you could answer it this way as the that the first chapter of the laws of this whole Explanation that he gives at length is a hakdama klolus to Allah halachas of Avedizara in Rambam. He sees it as an introduction to the laws of Avedizara. The Vyavazet to explain why this is an introduction to the laws of Avedizara. The chet from Avedizara, the sin of of Avedizara, chachas b'chlolus b'shteit er from Yisurim and Gelamaisa. Even though, in principle, it is the in fact it is how do you violate Avedizara? By certain acts that you do. If you bow down to an idol, if you bring a, a carbon, an offering, a sacrifice to an idol, those, that's how one violates the laws of Avedizara. Ubepayil, so it's the things that you do. Avedizara, the worshipping of, you know, something foreign, a foreign god. Is of a but even though it's true that it's all done, the way you violate it is by acting in a certain way. But in behind what's happening, what's underlying avaydazara is It's all connected to how you think. What's your thought process? What's what is in your? What do you feel in your mind, in your heart? Does does the fact, the fact that he thinks and he imagines as a nivra that a created being, a malach, whether it's a, an angel, galgal, or the uh, the orbits and the uh, of the sun and the moon and so on, is an alika, is somehow considered a god. That's where it comes from. That's why one can do things to worship them. It all starts with considering them to be of importance. Or at least a a, some, a tool that Hashem uses that He is not a tool but rather a, an agent of Hashem Hashem appointed the Son to run nature so to speak 
In other words, he gave the son importance, appointing him as the agent. And that in itself is also strictly prohibited, to give the anything other than Hashem any kind of importance like that. And as the Rambam spells it out in the Halachas, Gleich Betchilus Perik Beis and the halachas right at the beginning of chapter two, Ikarat Siva by Avodah This is what he says: the main command of Avodah Zarah Shalilavad Echad Mikola Bruyim, not to worship any created being, Loy Malach, not even an angel, Avapi, and so on. Avapi Shaivad Yedeya Shashem Huolakim, and this is prohibited even if the person doing the worshiping knows that there is Hashem is overall; He is the top boss. And he worships this created being, like this angel or this saint or this, uh, you know, the sun or whatever. He worships it in the way that they did in the time of Enish, which is Hashem would certainly want me to show honor to the agent that he chose. And that's also prohibited. And this is what the Torah prohibited. In other words, Shema Tashud Ba'in Libcha. Should you begin to imagine Tira and you'll see that they are the ones that are actually in fact running the world. The sun provides light and provides energy and so on. They are the ones that Hashem chose and He appointed them. The timer and you will say you'll say well then because it's Hashem's minister, you know, just like a king you show honor to his minister too to the people that represent him. So therefore you, you think that you should uh, show honor to the sun and so on. And it's regarding this that Hashem commanded and He said that you should not do that. In other words, that you shouldn't make this mistake in your imagination. To worship these as the agent that stands between you and Hashem. When invited, that's how the, the Ramam puts it. And invited, and later, as he goes on, he continues, as Tzivonu Baruch Hu, that Hashem commanded us that we should not study their books, the books of Avedah Zorah. we shouldn't study them at all, but we shouldn't think about it, and we shouldn't talk about any, uh, or think about any of the things which they explain and they teach and so on. The whole halavin ha'elu and all of these prohibitions be inyan echadheim. They are all they're all focused on one thing. For who and that is la yifna achad avedazara that a person should not turn towards avedazara even in your thinking, even in your studying. Not, never mind in actually bowing down to them or worshiping them, but even in thinking and, and learning what they are about. The loy avedazara bulvad. And it's not only about idol worship that you shouldn't be thinking about. He says it's prohibited for a person to think any any kind of thought which could lead to uprooting a mitzvah in the Torah, or rather a principle of the Torah. So there are many things that people that people study which undermine the teachings of the Torah, that's also prohibited. Hey, so in other words, the Rebbe is, is, is explaining that it's not just, the Avedah Zorah is not just about not bowing down or not actually worshiping me, but it also 
not thinking and not imagining and not uh, having a philosophy which gives any credence at all to anything other than Hashem. That's the principle, the other underlying foundation of Avedizah, of, uh, you know, which of the prohibition of Avedizah. Hey, the fun is moving. So from this we understand that in order to properly fulfill the negative prohibitions of, of Avedizah and the Esa and the positive mitzvahs, for Nishdin and Avedizah, of not worshiping Avedizah, is Nishgenug, Savis and Bloyd, the Allah of it's not enough to know just the technicalities of what you're not allowed to do in the presence of, a, of a, an idol. What you have to do, what you're not allowed to do. In other words, there are things you have to do. You have to destroy it if it comes into your possession and so on. That's a thing you need to do. And what you shouldn't do, of course, is to do any of the things which are prohibited. So that's not enough in order to fulfill the mitzvah of to the contrary, first and foremost, the first thing you have to make sure is that your thinking is done is proper, that your opinions are proper. And that's why the Rambam explains the whole thought process of what happened in order to bring about Avaidazara, so that you know not to fall into that kind of thinking. A person has to inculcate. You have to adopt this kind of thinking and feelings. As that everything that is created in the world, do not have any independent existence at all. Independent means independent from Hashem. So therefore, there's no reason, there's no logical reason why you would want to uh, honor them in any way. Machshes, to give them importance, are the dinin, certainly not to worship them. Velches is nivra, any kind of creation. Loi malach, v'loi galgol, not an angel, v'loi galgol, not a, uh, as I said, you know, the cycle of the sun and the moon and so on, what drives it all, the loy koicha, but not, an, not any kind of star, including the sun, but echad, or not one of the four foundational uh, physical entities like water. Some people used to worship water, some people used to worship fire, because they are elemental, and so they considered those to be the fundamentals of creation, and that's why they worshipped it. So that's not allowed to be worshipped either. Or anything that is created from them. In other words, there's nothing at all other than Hashem to worship. The Yisaitim is an even more. The introduction of the laws of Avedizara is in fact is an underlying principle to all mitzvahs. Varum der apid mitzvah because we know that when a person keeps the mitzvah of Avedizara as the Torah instructs, that is the foundation of all other mitzvahs. That's an ikir, a mainstay of all the other mitzvahs. So knowing this introduction is in fact has an effect on all mitzvahs. When the river is the Rambam Magdim, the Gansa Perik Aleph from Hilchas of that's why the Rambam gives this long introduction. The entire first chapter of the laws of Avedazara are dedicated to this, uh, to this uh, analysis of how it came about. 
on Haimdik, starting from Yimei Enosh to Obnei Adam, that in the beginning of, uh, in the days of Enosh, the people made a mistake, Chachma Yisrael, the, the uh, intellectuals of that generation, Un is Masbin and explains, in other words, he's showing, he, the Rebbe emphasizes here, the wise men of that generation. And the Ramam explains, Azair Tos, is Bashtanan, that, in, that their mistake was, because they thought as since it was Hashem that created the stars and He made them important He put them up in the sky and so on and that's why He would want the humankind to also honor them and to praise them and that they should even to go and, and build the temples for them even to go on and worship them. The midgid the Rambam's vashtein. By this, the Rambam is explaining as the ikiv esibafen veidazora that the the foundation and the reason why people came to veidazora oich viasiz given by may enish even in the time as it was an enish and zam the mid gemein to hasig rotzna beira b'daytem ara when they considered this as fulfilling the will of Hashem they thought that this is what Hashem would want. Because of their mistaken approach, is mufrach nishna Hashem Hashem. He's trying to tell you that this is totally out of the question. Not only because Hashem said that you shouldn't do it, nor does his but rather the reason that it's out of the question is because it's wrong. It it's not even logical. It's illogical that you should think that you should worship something that Hashem created as something important onto its own. Like the marshal that has said that if, you, if your carpenter builds you a nice cabinet and you thank the carpenter for doing it, you wouldn't thank his hammer because the, he did all the work with the hammer. It's a, give some thanks to the hammer too. The ha- hammer has no independent existence. He's just a tool in the hands of the, of the carpenter and the carpenter would probably be insulted if you thanked the hammer. Not understanding what it means to be a carpenter. So also when uh, somebody thanks any created being that Hashem uses as a tool to run the world, it's a ridiculous concept. It's not just, well, Hashem said not to, so I'm not going to do it. It's ridiculous to begin with. It's illogical. And that's what the Ramam is trying to say. Not that you follow the laws of Avedizar because Hashem said to, but because it's a, it's, that's the truth. And that's why he emphasized that the wise men made a mistake. And so on. <clears throat> As the Raman says, it came about because the people made a mistake. They made a mistake in their thinking. Not because they didn't know that Hashem wouldn't like it. They made a mistake in their thinking. Knowing that you are, Hashem is the only existence that is of any importance. They made the mistake and they worshipped, they, they committed the sin because of their mistake and their foolishness. Thinking that this foolishness is somehow Hashem's will. And then in the second halacha, uh, verse, you know, like uh, paragraph 2. The Rambam brings out the next halacha. The the lower kinds and worst kinds of that there are. Zodan saying as a kale 
Siva of Ivdu Kaychaplani that somebody should come and say that Hashem commanded that we should worship this uh, this star. And that their priests would say, if you do this, you bow down to the sun, then you will be successful in your and your, your crop will be successful. Or as it went on later, that then, then priests came along and they said, I spoke to the sun, the sun spoke to me and told me that the people need to worship me. Until they went on to say, they came on, they went on further and they said, they, they made images, you know, uh, images of the sun, which they would hang up in their temples, and they would say, if you bow down, this image, this idol can do good or bad. He can make you successful or the opposite. These are, it evolves lower and lower and more and more ridiculous in, as time went by. And that it all came about because they, they were false prophets. They, they made up stuff. That, in other words, that the mistake that they made originally in their thinking, which was their own thinking, had the fear that eventually led them to such a descent into foolishness. It's much lower than thinking, making a mistake in thinking, which one could at least explain, one could at least rationalize why a person would make a mistake of thinking that way. But it led to such things which are even it, it's not even nobody could even think that way. No this is an inyu von it's something which is completely illogical. And the only reason that it came about is because people lied to them. They misled them and they told them false information. And with false information, they didn't know the difference, so they accepted it. Or other lies and say, false prophets or other people that misled them. And does bring sof sof, and then in the end, what this leads to is in Gansen, eventually they completely forgot that there was Hashem behind all this. At some point, they still knew that these were representatives of Hashem, but then they forgot about Hashem altogether. This is given the Demult, as it was at that time, as the Ramam says, as time went by, the name of Hashem, the holy and the awesome name of Hashem, was forgotten from all of existence. As Besibas them Taurus Godel that for the, the because of the mistake that they made is it evolved lower and lower till they got to a situation where they did they forgotten they didn't know that there wasn't actually a creator. And after this explanation. Is the Rambam Moisiv Latari goes on to explain Bahalacha Gimel in the third chapter, eh, sorry, third halacha. The Azayah of Ramavinu is Gikumit Yidiyas Hashem, how Avramavinu came to recognize Hashem. Because does bring the race Nochmer that this brings out even more, be by an Adam Davzain Mufrach, Echmitzad Seichel, that a person, it should be completely out of the question, not just because Hashem said so, but because it's illogical. Any kind of Avedazari makes the point to say that Avram Avinu came to this understanding from his intellect, just thinking. Because he thought about things in a rational way, that's why he came to this conclusion. 
so that any avedazor is, is just illogical. And even though Avram Avinu found himself, that's where he grew up. He was amongst people that worshipped avedazor in the most lowest way, worshipping actual stone or wood idols. And he, because he was born there, so he did what they did. And even he, even though he was amongst them, is a given there. There was hisig as he came to understand the way of truth, behaving kavat and he understood the way that is correct. because he was thinking rationally. and he knew that everybody else was making a mistake. He had the courage because of his own thinking and understanding the truth as it is to be able to face down everybody in the whole world and even more the Rambam is the Rambam even describes his thinking process what was his thinking process by which he came to recognize this because he wondered how is it possible that there should be the the orbit of the whole universe everything is revolving in such a perfect way and it goes on continuously and that there should be nobody running it, there's nobody that set it into motion, nobody that's making it happen and who's the one that's doing it it's not possible that all of this should have happened all on its own and he went on from there to develop the rest of the of his philosophy. Thus, haste, in other words, as the Briya Gufa is Machriach, the Ramam is pointing out that where did Avram Avinu come to this recognition of Hashem? By observing the creation, just looking around him and seeing what was happening. That's what led it to him. In other words, the creation itself states that there is a God which is doing it all. As Yeshom Eloka Echa, that there is one God, Vuhu Manega Galgol, and he is the one that runs the entire universe, Vuhu Barakel, and he created everything. Thus, thus, Alts is Kenal, all of this is, as we said before, Agdomo and Yesai, this is meant to be the foundation, the introduction, and therefore the foundation, and also a part of the laws of Avedazara. Understanding all of this is part of how we have to understand our relationship with Hashem and our Hashem's relationship with the world and the world's relationship with Hashem and so on. Nishnar is das moil apayl as aidzol zich oisitim v'anavaydazara b'maiset. The point is, it's not only that by understanding this introduction that will keep you away from doing anything that would be considered idol worship. Nor does his oif tutoiv obeike, but rather that this accomplishes and as a foundational thing. As that in your heart and in your mind it, this should become your reality that this truth which will keep you that there shouldn't be any consideration even that one would do something stupid like worship of as the that in his in his Intellect that becomes so real to him, as Alan Evroim Habanish can shumit sees that anything that cre- that's created has no independent existence, the chshivas and no importance of their own. It's a as we said before. <coughs> to summarize, 
the point of the Rambam's giving that long introduction is because the laws of Avedazar are not just what to do and not to do, it's also how, what your attitude should be, what your understanding of it should be. And that this is a logical thing. Vav. I'm <coughs> based on this, we can explain. Why he chose the age of 40, as we asked before, since most of the Swaram write 48. And why he doesn't choose the version of 48 or similar other numbers which are given? The noise of Alzeh is time a boy. In addition, we have to understand also why does the Ramam have to get into telling you how old Avraham Avinu was? What's the difference? What's the difference how old he was? He came to recognize Hashem at certain, some age. Why do we have to know? And that he says specifically 40 as distinct from 48, which is what's written in most places. And the reason is, because also through this, because this also explains and gives more emphasis to what we just said, how it's totally out of any rational kind of uh, reality that one should actually believe in any kind of Avedazara. What is significant about the age of 40? Zogn Chazal, our sages tell us, when a person reaches 40, you get a better understanding of things, of reality. The things which you've been seeing at 40, you, you understand them much more thoroughly. Thus haste, in other words, when a person reaches the age of 40, it's a natural thing, it's just a development of the mind that happens to um, a, a greater understanding of reality. That's what the, our sages tell us. Just like, it's natural, our sages tell us in the Mishnah that when you reach 30, you reach your optimum strength. So that's not some spiritual thing, it's written in the Torah, so it must be true. That's an observable reality. When a person is 30, that's when you are at your fittest, your strongest, for most people, strongest um, <coughs> time in life. Shalafneza, yeah, the, the age of 30, which comes before the age of 40, is an inyan from Teva Adam. That's just a natural thing. Although it has been Halamikra, the same when a child is five years old, Shalafana, which comes before the age, earlier age is also a natural thing. That's when you can begin to understand some basic, the Chumash and so on. And when, when do you become wise rather than smart? When you reach 50, that's when you, become, you have wisdom from experience. And Shishim Lezikna, when you reach 60, you become, that's what age sets in. Which the ages that come after. So the point is that when you reach 40 is a time when you come to the best understanding of your surroundings. The fun is moving. So from this we understand as the Avanava Kara Imitsiya Sabaira that when the this recognition of Hashem, of the existence of Hashem, un in the Shlilus Hamitsiyas Vakshivas Nadavazulasa is Barak and that understanding that anything other than Hashem has absolutely no value. 
is an inya was is verbunden mit Teva von Seichel Anivra is simply a thing which comes in the natural state that's when people come to recognize more of what they're seeing nicht an inya was is hecha von Gedera Seichel Anivra and it's not something which is you know it's somehow Avram Avinu he had this uh, supernatural you know spiritual insight that wasn't from spiritual insight it came from he reached an age of 40 which is when you get a thorough understanding of what you're looking at that's when he reached the recognition of Hashem because it, that's what when naturally a person would have a, the best and most thorough understanding of what he's looking at for this reason the Rambam accepts the Gisaf from Ben Abraham Shana that's why he ta- chooses the one where at 40 he cares about it that's when he recognized Hashem because that's the age when a person is at his optimum understanding and this follows the direction that uh, the Rambam is taking in this whole uh, chapter even though the Rambam certainly recognizes and admits that the older a person gets the more wise you become and so on it, goes, it grows from there you don't peak at 40 and then you don't get any smarter than that as we say 50 is uh, the time of uh, wisdom and so on certainly that after that Avram became more and more Adept and, under, and his, it, it deepened his commitment and his understanding deepened without question. In Hakaras Abayda Ben Ches, as it says, at 48 he came to a new recognition, 50 a higher recognition. So certainly that's true, but 40 is the time when a person comes to a thorough understanding. This also explains why the Raman doesn't mention at the beginning of this discussion, as Avram is given ben Sholish, that Avram was three when he then when he began to think and imagine and uh, and sort of develop this idea, these ideas. Why doesn't he say that? And that at age three already he began to understand Hashem. Why doesn't he mention any of that? Or at least he doesn't mention the age. Because if he wrote that Avram Avinu began to see this at three, this could mislead a person into thinking that this was not some sort of a rational thing that he was uh, recognizing. Because who at three years old, who has rational thinking? That kind of rational thinking. would make it seem as if this was some miraculous thing, and a three-year-old can can understand these things. It's something which transcends logic that normal people have. So, that at the age of three, he already had recognition of godliness. And the Ramam doesn't want you to think that way. He wants you to understand that these are things which are rational. They make sense in your own, in your own brain, in your own thinking. You don't need a command to tell you that Hashem is the only power in the world. It's rational. And that's why he leaves out that Avram was three when he came to that recognition, to the beginning of the recognition. Zion. And so with this uh, approach and this intent, that's what he's trying to communicate here. 
is the Rambam Mamshavaiter. He continues on in the halacha. Uh, he goes on in this halacha. Meirich Mefaret. He goes on to give us great detail. How we began to think of responses. We had debates with the idol worshippers. And when he began to overpower them with his, in the debates, he always came out on top in the debate. What do you do to get to when somebody does that? So you kill him. Get rid of him. So he tried to kill him. And of course that failed. So then he began to travel and he would call out, make meetings, and he would gather people, in city by city, he would go to different places, until he was able to bring people back to the way of truth, until thousands and tens of thousands of people became followers of his. And these are, they are the ones that are called the people of Avram, of the home of Avram. The Shasal believe him and he inculcated in their hearts this great principle. And he, the point is, it was all done with logical arguments. It was all done through logical argument that he was able to bring these thousands and tens of thousands of people around to this way of thinking. Originally they were all idol worshippers and he brought them to the way of truth. And he inculcated in their hearts. All of this uh, emphasizes in the because in these understanding all of this this explains and completely and makes it understood to us that there is no such thing as it's a ridiculous concept based on all of this is now we can understand what we, we were discussed before had he been in the generation of Avram, he wouldn't have been considered anything. What is meant by that is not that if, in comparison to Avram, he would have been a nothing. That's not what he's trying to say. What he means is, in the generation of Avram, he wouldn't have been anything special. Amongst the people that Avram had taught, Noyach wouldn't have been anything outstanding. And Avram meant, what does the generation of Avram mean? It doesn't mean the time when Avram became famous with, and he had people follow, following him which as we said before already had started even when Noyach was alive nor but rather what it's referring to is it's when the people of the generation were now considered his generation these are the people of Avram these are the people that Avram influenced he has a following that they lived their lives according to the way Avram taught so the Shitasev Anagose, they followed the Daite, sorry, Shitasev Anagose, his opinion, his, his uh, approach to things, the way he conducted himself. Was given in 
this had not yet been accomplished when he still lived in Urkazdin, which was where, where he lived when Nayak died. For because at that time, all we know is that in a debate, he could win the debate. But when, when you win a debate, you haven't necessarily convinced your opponent. Not even when he was already in Choron. Not a Sachs better. We're talking about a time that came much later. When Avram already reached uh, the land of Knaan. And he was there, he was teaching people, as it says in the Pasuk, that he called out there in the name of Hashem as the God of the world. It's, uh, he made others say it until thousands and tens of thousands gathered around him and they are the ones that are referred to as we said before the people of Avram and he was able to successfully bring them around to thinking that way and that, when did that happen? once Avram already reached Yisrael, which was already when he was 75 years old so that uh, by that time Avram uh, Noyach was already gone their uftu in them is, and what's being what is being said here is, azeir hakaros is given nishnor durch dem was Avram Their recognition of Hashem was not only because Avram defeated them in a, in a debate; they have nothing to say. Okay, fine, uh, fine, we have to accept that. Nor garvar aleim berayosa because he was able to overpower them in his uh, in his debating. When Afilo Eich Nishnar in an Eifim Vazayab Mekabel Givem Besichlam Das Baruch Zayachachos from Avram, and not even to say, Avram sat there and explained it to them. So yeah, okay, it sounds reasonable. It sounds reasonable. But when you say it sounds reasonable, that doesn't yet mean that you believe that, and that's your way of thinking yet. And therefore, their recognition at that time was of Hashem was as something, you know. Okay, they accepted. It's not something that they themselves identify with. It's something that Avram explained to them, and so on. So they accepted it. Okay. Nor we're talking about a time when Avram Avinu was so successful that he turned their thinking around completely, and that became their way of thinking. Eratenze eingeflanzt, he implanted in them the akaru and yediabel, of course, their recognition of Hashem. Until it became their way of thinking, by Avram, no different and similar to the way Avram. It was his way of thinking. Now it became their way of thinking. That they came to recognize Hashem's existence because they understood it. They thought that. They accepted it. When Demult is Masim Tzuzogan, only then can you say, that this is the generation of Avram. These are the people that Avram, that they think in his way, they agree with him, they go in his way, they think in his thoughts, and so on. Avram's Dair, they are considered Avram's people. As the Dair is given, that this generation, at least those people, were. It was completely permeated by the recognition of Hashem, al Avram, similar to the way Avram thought. Well, if he says, moving the Loshan Ilu Avram, so now we can understand why it says, had he lived in the generation, had he been one of those people that belonged to Avram, 
then he, he would have been no different, you know, it wouldn't have been anything special. Valder Masiv had is given because that didn't happen when he was alive. That happened only after he passed on. Then Avram is given when Avram was in the seventies. That's when that happened. So therefore it's true that Noyach wasn't around anymore then. So the Rebbe reimagines the idea of Bedirish al Avram, not that had he lived at the same time he would have been nothing compared to Avram. That's certainly not what he means. He means had he been one of Avram's people, he would have been no different than any of them. According to this, we have to understand now the what he continues in uh, in Halacha three. Who the Rambam says, where the Rambam says, as Nachdem be the Bnei Yaakovs and Yevoren an Uma, after the uh, the children of Yaakov became a whole nation unto themselves, many thousands of people, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. She Yedasus Hashem, they knew and they were all taught about Hashem. Until as time went by, as the Jews lived in Mitzrayim, this because they lived amongst the Egyptians, there was a, a fundamental change in the way they were thinking. And they began to learn from the ways of the Egyptians, or they went back to the ways of the uh, idol worshippers. And they began to worship idols the way the Egyptians did. Nekar, and and in a short time, this important principle that Avram had taught and implanted in the people and his children was uh, disappeared. It was completely gone. They began to worship Avodah That's what the Rambam says. Ulafia now brings this arose the hepech from them, teichem from them, gansam peirik. So this, according to this. It just it flies in the face of everything that the Rambam is trying to say in this chapter, which is to establish that Avodah is illogical, and if you're only thinking straight, then it makes no sense at all. So all this flies in the face of that. As der mensch mitzatzich yeah, what he's trying to implant is that the mensch mitzatzich legufa that a person with his own intellect is yedei the up uh, should come to a nose how out of the question it is. From Avodah that one should worship Avodah Zara when Yedeyo Makedamayvishn, and he knows and worships Hashem because of it, just logically. When Dozak but now he's saying, as a filo de Umish Yedas Hashem, even the nation which had been trained to know and recognize Hashem, began to worship idols just like the Goyim around them. If it's such a logical thing, how did the people that were taught all this? How did they start worshiping? Is thus Rambam. So to understand this, we have to see the continuation of the Rambam. This is what he says. Because Hashem loved us, He created Moshe Rabbeinu, which was the master, the the, the the top of all the other prophets. to the Jewish people. Um, when Moshe Rabbeinu prophesied to Bachar Hashem be Yisrael and Nachla, and then Hashem chose the Jewish people as His people, Hichtiram b'Mitzvus, and He crowned them with the Mitzvus Vaidiem Derech Avedasa, and He told us the way that is proper to worship Him. Umay meaning the Torah, Umay Yir Mishpat Avedazara, and what is the uh, what is this, the law of Avedazara? V'Cholatayim Achra, and what you do with people that uh, worship Avedazara. 
What is he trying to say? The Rambam is the mit madgish. The Rambam is emphasizing by saying this. Das was the mitzias from Abed Azara and Abed Asa ba'ev the oifim shahu. That the reason the reason of uh, that Abed Azara exists and that the worship of Abed Azara filo ba'ev shaldeiran and enosh even in the way as it origina- originated in the time of Enosh, hot kaimetziasnish has no real w- value. Is take an Indian amusaga movement sateva sechel? It's true. All of this is all perfectly logical. And it's uh, the, the creation itself proclaims it. And that it's necessary to know this as an introduction to the laws of Avedazara. Because knowing this, recognizing this, understanding this, it brings a person to think and recognize Hashem and to reject all kinds of any kind of Avedazara, even the most subtle kind, as we said before. How, that's true. But at the very same time, Muslim Vism we have to know as Mekanish Falozanzich Boyan Evdemalem that you cannot rely only on your own coming to the right conclusions. You can't build build life just based on that. As I seichel zozain the einzige yisoid to uphalten zechon avodazara that your own thinking should be the only foundation that keeps you away from avodazara. And so haben the akare mitzias abayra and that you should recognize Hashem based on your own intellect. And dinenem and to worship Hashem all based on that. Vimenzet as enzetus v'nam Yisrael v'yameim because you could see this from the Jewish people at that time. As nochem veren an umash yidas Hashem after they had reached. The status of being the nation which knows Hashem is when Orku Ayamali Yisrael b'Mitzrayim. But then, when the time went by in Mitzrayim, b'Chazulum and Maseim, they began to learn from their ways of Lavad of Adizarik Maseim and to worship idols just like the Egyptians. Chayzim and Yakel Yusam. The Jewish people also went back to the mistakes that the nations made and their wanderings in the wrong directions. So in other words, that it's not enough to just have a logical foundation which will keep you away from Adazara. In order to make sure that you don't fall, you know, wander into the sin of Adazara. In the end, they had to, it came about because Hashem loved us. Also, Moshe Rabbeinu Ramakal and Avim, and therefore he appointed Moshe as the prophet, the Sholcha, and he sent him to the Jewish people. The Kimishin is not Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu prophesied to them, and he told them that Hashem had chosen them as his people. And he gave them mitzvahs, and Hashem told them what to do. In other words, the foundation of it could come from intellect but to make sure that you keep to it that has to be you have to do it because it's the mitzvah of Hashem it isn't the only reason why Avedazara is wrong is because Hashem said it's wrong it is founded in, in the foundation of intellect but you can't rely on yourself to lead your life only in the way that Seichel dictates you need Hashem's love and Hashem's mitzvahs and Hashem's command to keep you on the straight and narrow. 
and it's not only your, rec- your own personal recognition of Hashem's existence but it also has to be that you worship Him also the worshipping of Hashem is also that something that they came to their own logical conclusion that this is how it has, how it has to be as he says that they recognized and they came to the conclusion that the only one that's worthy of worship is to Hashem himself and to him is the only one that one should bow down to bring offerings and pour wine wine offerings and so on so we have to know that even though it's logical but the reason that we do it has to fall back to Hashem said that we have to do this and then you have the you're strengthened it buttresses your commitment to it because Hashem told us the way He wants it to be done in fact that this also can have an effect in halacha itself that even somebody that it's, he totally rejects and this recognition is it comes to him through his seichel still he has to fulfill the mitzvahs in regards to even the negative ones not to bow down and so on in the end it has to come down to we do it because Hashem told us to do it even though it is also rational and logical and you can come to these conclusions on your own but in the end it has to come because it's Hashem's command and only that will protect you from falling back into it Yud based on this whole explanation we now see as in Perik Elif that in chapter 1 of Laws of Avedizah the Rambam is bringing out two halachas in this introductory chapter first one is as the chefen of Avedizah that the sin of considering anything to be of worthy, worthy of worship is something which is out of the question even logically that it has to be a person, a yid, has to have it as a part of his thinking that it's totally out of the question it has to become your way of thinking as well as you know all the details that come from it that you're not allowed to do this this all has to be logical to you number two, second halacha that on the other hand as the kiyum from the mitzvah that the actual fulfillment of the mitzvah cannot be found, it can't be the foundation of why you do it because you think that's correct the reason that we follow the laws of even which are so logical is because Hashem told us that this is how it needs to be done. Because Hashem commanded us this way, through Moshe the the Rabbim should call the Neviim, the chief, the master of all the Neviim, does haste. 
the kiyum bepoiled of zayim yusur the famunim b'ashem that the actual practice of avodah of this of not doing anything that avodah your whole thinking about it is avodah is based on your faith in Hashem. Moshe Rabbeinu said, "This is how we need to do it, so we do it that way." And that a person has a natural fear of doing something to violate the will of Hashem. So that's two halachas. The tzvei, the tzivui, the tzivui, so Rabbi Zara Zainan the tzad hashlili, the inyan from Loisa said, the laws and the things that you're not allowed to do, don't bow down, don't bring a carbon, those are the negative commands associated with Rabbi Zara. And the tzad and then the positive thing of it, is the mitzvah is understanding a, a yid cannot be complete in his wor- in his fulfilling the mitzvah of not worshiping Rabbi Dezara if he just refrains from bowing down to an idol. He also has to have an understanding, a thorough understanding of why it's wrong. He has to know about Hashem and that Hashem is the only one, the only power. When we the Rambam says, the Rambam says is the Sefer edition for Sefer Hayyad that the first he explains the first book of the fourteen books is I will include all the mitzvahs which are foundational as uh, of Moshe Rabbeinu, the ones that Moshe Rabbeinu taught, like the oneness of Hashem, that there's, Hashem is the only existence and nothing else exists. The surya v'dezorah, the prohibition of of any kind of uh, worship of any other power. V'karashi b'shem seferzeh hamada, and I call this the book of knowledge. So you, he calls it the book of knowledge, something that you have to know. Is oichven eretven the mitzvahs? Even when the Rambam is talking about the positive side of v'dezorah, in other words, what you do need to do. Bring the Rambam, the Beit of the Montagnon, it brings both of these ideas. In Omfang, at the beginning of the laws of the foundational mitzvahs of the Torah, Zokt Er, Dem Loshen Leidash He says, one is required to know, not to believe, to know that there is an original existence. Leidash Yeshem or he says another, he says that one has to know that there is a God. Um, as the, uh, he uses the, the two different terms in two different places, as the mitzvah bashteit in visn uns vashtein, that the mitzvah is that one should know and understand the seichel logically as is faranda matzurishin that there is must be an original existence meaning Hashem that alakab beiriyalim that Hashem who created the world on in on in of the Rambam at the beginning of the law the book of mitzvahs the Rambam says the loshen he says it this way tzivanu he commanded us by Amonus to believe in Hashem that we should believe that there is an original cause for all this that Tzivu is, in other words that the mitzvah is that you should believe with faith so in one place he says it's a mitzvah to know with Seichel, in the other place he says it's a mitzvah to believe which means something that's transcendent of your own logic and the mitzvah is an ilavasiva in the mitzvahs, from an that there is an original cause, which is the God, the Hashem that created the world. 
So the Rambam also brings out these two, when he spells it out, he also brings out the two sides of it. On the one hand, you have to know and understand that there is a cause for the creation. On the other hand, there is a mitzvah to believe it because you can't rely on just knowing it. But on the other hand, you have to know it too. Based on this, we can explain now in from the inner dimension of Taylor, from the way Chesida sees it, just like by the by the recognition and knowing of, about Hashem, about the Creator, by the mitzvah in regards to the positive thing of knowing who Hashem is, rather than the negative mitzvah, which is don't worship anything else. Is Nish Maspik It's not enough that one has only knowledge of it in the Lukus, knowing that Hashem, in other words, your own Seichel dictates that this is true. For a Mayesa is because since it comes from the from your own understanding of things, because with your own understanding, a person, a human, is only able to understand things which he can relate to from the creation around him. So therefore, if you relied on your own knowledge of Hashem to know Hashem or to be connected to believe, to be connected to Hashem, so you're, it would be limited to that part of Hashem which is invested into creation. That's why it says. Uh, only the part of Hashem which exists as the creator of the world the one that brought it all about but Hashem doesn't exist as the God of the world He is much higher much greater than the creator of the world in other words that with your own seichel, with your own intellect you could only reach recognition of Hashem the way Hashem has limited Himself that he wants to be connected to the world. But then able to be able to understand and recognize, not understand, but recognize, connect to that part of Hashem which transcends the creation. That godly energy which is transcendent completely of having any connection to the world is much bigger than that. Thus, nemen nor mitamuna that you can only you can only capture that through faith, because your understanding only reaches what you can relate to, which is creation. You can't relate to anything outside creation, but with faith you can reach anywhere. Faith can take you anywhere, even to that part of Hashem which is completely transcendent of creation. and that's transcendent of seichel. so just like that, is does in the Mtsad from Shlila, just like this is true in the positive, the same is true in the negative. In the Tzivui, the Isuri Avedazorim, when we talk about the the actual details of mitzvahs and what you're not allowed to do as Avedazorim, as Nish Blois, Zayakim Bapildav Zayn Nish Geboit Norav Seichol, but not only saying that the fulfilling the reason that we don't bow down to a stone is not because it's just ridiculous and stupid and we understand that ourselves it's not just based on that nor but also but only in other words that not only that we don't sorry I made a mistake not only don't we do it 
because Hashem said not to do it, but we don't do it because it's just simply ridiculous. It's logical that you wouldn't want to bow down, that it has no value of any sort. Anything other than Hashem has no reason that we should in any way accord any importance to it. Certainly, to the lowest elements of Avedezarah, even that, in other words, to bow down, actually, you know, there's a subtle thing, which is other things are important too. Hashem may appointed agents, they must be important too. And then it gets down to the actual bowing down to wooden stone, that's totally ridiculous. Even that obvious logical thing is not enough that you commit yourself to it only because it's, you understand that it's ridiculous. Because in addition to the problem that if it's just your seichel that is the foundation of how you live your life, it's very possible that when you become, you know, you're, you're in an environment which doesn't recognize all these truths and you're there for a long time. And when a person becomes, you know, tastes from the world also, so then the world around you does infiltrate your way of thinking it does change the way you think if you expose yourself to it and therefore can now override what you think is correct it becomes natural to do it everybody's doing it and so on it doesn't seem so bad until it could even lead you, God forbid, to the most extreme kind of illogical and uh, kind of behavior, like Avadazara. This is given by Yidin in Mitzrayim, as it happened to the Jews of Mitzrayim. Because they were there for such a long time, they began to worship Avadazara just like the people around them. So in addition to this problem, that your own seichel can sometimes abandon you, and you began to put importance on what other people are doing, because you're surrounded by them. So in addition to this problem, there's another issue. Seichel adam is ametzias. Your intellect is a... It exists in a certain context, which is creation. Amatzias nivro magvelas. It is a. It li, it's created and therefore is limited by the parameters of the world that you live in. That's what dictates how you think. The riber hot seichel nish bekayach tosheilos ein amatzias and avrayim betachos hashlila. That's why seichel, your own intellect, which is dictated by everything that you live within, by everything that you see. How is it able to completely reject any reality to anything that is created? A person's reality is, is that he is created. The reality that you face is that creation is important. So how could your seichel totally and truthfully and absolutely reject any importance to anything created? When that's your whole existence, that's what you live in. So it doesn't have the power to rise above itself. 
your seichel doesn't really have to, the power to truly, absolutely, and totally rise above itself, which is a created being. Only if you fulfill the mitzvah of rejecting anything else. Because Hashem said to do it, and you accepted the Derechamunah as an article of faith. Then it can, then it can sink into your mind. The absolute truth, as that anything other than the existence of Hashem is totally off limits, is totally wrong, is totally off, is totally, uh, doesn't have any importance at all. Not when it comes from your seichel, which gives importance to creation, created beings, only because it's Hashem that said that you have to do it, and that's why we do it. Then you can truly commit yourself to totally rejecting anything, put in, put, not putting any importance on anything in creation.